0: Greetings. Welcome inside hour three of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And clearly, we began tonight with a plan, and then the night had other plans for us. I am so fired up. I'm so fired up, Mike. I think I could take Army Hammer in a fight. I really do. I I, I could take Army Hammer. Right there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, uh, I don't
5: even know if we want to go anywhere near <laughs> that uh, thing. <laughs> With the guy in the place. I know he's out of a couple of projects that were pretty Ooh. high profile. I'll tell you. Uh, I uh, think he the, will no longer be wearing a mask as the Lone Ranger. The
0: tweet of the night belongs to Dionne Warwick, who oh was boy. answering questions on Twitter about from her fans. And, you know, you get the questions, you know, what, what's your favorite moment? And someone asked Dionne Warwick, what's your greatest regret? And this is like two hours ago. She said, opening up to see why Army Hammer was
5: trending on Twitter. <laughs> Dionne Warwick. That's she's what become, friends are for, baby. She's yeah. become a a, a, a Twitter
0: uh, uh, superhero, man. In the past uh, in the past few weeks, she's really enjoying things now. Oh,
5: she's having fun. I, oh boy, just, just sitting back. I'm sure. I, I wonder if she's typing for herself or if someone's reading this, and then she laughs and gives her response. <laughs> I mean, that that's my goal at some point. I could be the transcriber of tweets to a legendary actor, actress, or singer. Look, I'll be retired. I'll have money, so it's not like I I need to be there. Uh, But I want to because they entertain me. And you're going to say things they didn't say right
0: well, no, no, no 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 that's yeah, something you,
5: you would say no 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 no. you know like I'm when you tell our, guy, our guests about what you're gonna you know push on to uh robert salad that they might have said <laughs> or you put words in glazer's mouth remember chuck liddell could be just around the corner from you <laughs> right now so you be careful this
0: is true this is, hey if you miss jay glazer's interview uh we're gonna play some of it back for you next hour on the show phenomenal stuff on urban meyer phenomenal stuff and great stories on roberts Sala, which clearly has become the story of the night. The Jets hire Robert Sala, the Niners defensive coordinator, as their new head coach. He's going to bring his passing game coordinator with him, Mike LaFleur, brother of Matt LaFleur. So maybe we'll get Matt LaFleur at some point, too. Uh, but the, re- the reason I'm so hyped up on this and I'm so excited about it is because he's exactly the right guy the Jets need. OK, they go from Adam Gase, who had no personality did not excite the fan base, did not excite the players, and basically was a a dead man walking for the entire time he was Jets head coach. So now what do they do? Hey, the flip side is here's Robert Sala, who players love. The fans love him. He will excite the fan base. He's already exciting the players who want to play for this guy because you see what his former players like Richard Sherman are saying about him on social media. Robert Sala is the antithesis of Adam Gase. He's the exact opposite and he's going to bring in exactly what the Jets need and that's a change of culture of losing and trying to figure out how to run an organization. It's been 10 years, my entire 40s, the Jets just stunk out loud because they had no plan. They'd hire a head coach, then they'd hire a GM, then they'd fire the GM and they hire a new GM, then hire a new head co- The Jets couldn't figure it out. And now, okay, now we have a plan. Robert Sala, who is the number one coach that teams wanted in the offseason. The Jets were bold. They were decisive. They interviewed him twice. He is their guy. They go out and make this move. It's not often I can say the Jets did the right thing and it was awesome, but the Jets did the right thing and it was awesome. Who are these Jets? I don't understand what's happened. The calendar flipped to 2021 and now all my losing teams are fantastic. The Jets did the right thing. They got the right guy that everybody else wanted and they did it the right way and he's the right personality. Everything. I'm checking all the boxes. we go along on this Mike Harmon I'm so excited
5: I know you are man and remember the long road begins with that first step down the highway and and this is it now it's a matter of reconfiguring that roster and look they get to they pretty much have a blank slate I mean you can only have you know when Billy Bob Thornton is sitting there going with the magnetic uh, name tags uh, at the end (laughs) of Friday Night Lights there's only like four of them that are still going to be up there for the Jets Yeah, uh, a, as we stand here's is a, gone. here's <laughs> Yeah. tweet from uh, NFL on Fox insider uh, Peter Schrager. You see him on, on Sunday mornings as part of the pregame show uh, with Colin Cowherd and Carissa and the team. Credit to Joe Douglas for having the open mind in the search and the head coach hiring process. Douglas had never met Salah before his Zoom interview on Friday. Mm. Past relationships, resume crossovers, and now I'm, uh, you know, trying to shorten it uh past relationships in resume crossovers didn't matter a meritocracy best candidate not buddy one now if his name was buddy that'd be even better Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? You know, buddy, I go, have you seen the mail room? Let me take you
0: down to the mail room. It's where all the mail comes in from across the globe. Uh, it, look, this is how it should be done. And uh, the Jets have lowered the bar so much that this is, <laughs> this, hey, look, they're doing things the right way. You're supposed to do it the right way. But this is reality. This is where we're at. I didn't think they were going to get them. You know he, he, he goes for his first Zoom interview, and then he comes back a day ago, and it was all day on Twitter. I'm on Twitter refreshing and, and Jets Twitter is trying, is he going to stay? And then it was uh, the statement from the Jets, Robert Sala has left his second interview, and it was, well, he's obviously not the guy because they let him leave. But they wanted to go talk to Arthur Smith as well because these are the two uh, top candidates that everybody wants uh, to be their head coach. And so they do a second interview with Arthur Smith in person, and they make their decision. It's Sala, it's Sala Salah and they are decisive about it and they make that move and that's the best part because other teams are kind of sitting around now going, Well, we want to talk to three and four and five guys. Well, in the era of COVID and and having to do Zoom interviews first, and then you're talking to them in person, and then well, we gotta talk to there's too many candidates. You have to identify who you want and then make that decision boldly. And and too many teams are sitting around saying, Well, I'm not quite sure where we want to go and we want to talk to this person. Oh, and maybe this could wind up being a great Pick for us everybody's had ample time you've had ample time to figure out who's at the top of your list, list who isn't and and the fact that it came till today i mean we're talking about january 14th when many of these coaches were able to talk to for over, well over a week till we get our first hiring and, and it's Urban Meyer, who is nobody else is talking except the Jaguars, and then finally the Jets go, and it's Robert Sala? I mean, I can't believe it took this long. And I'll take you one step further. I would be stunned if by this time tomorrow night Arthur Smith is still unhired. Because now it's moving fast. And the fact that the Jaguars signed er- got Urban Meyer, okay, well he was only really on their radar screen. He talked to the Chargers a little bit, but the Chargers, it, it wasn't really a fit, and it seemed like he was all in on the Jaguars, because the Jaguars is a great job. But now the the Jets hire Robert Sala, and you watch it. It's it's like it's like poking a, a bee's nest, and you watch what happens the next couple of days with people flying all over the country and making. A, you're going to see coaches hired tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. You're going to see some of these openings filled really quickly because once the coaching cycle starts moving, it moves really, really fast.
5: Just remember, it's Sala. You don't eat salads. So I don't know why his Sal, (laughs) is a guy (laughs) named Sal, you go somebody named Sal some money over there? Come on now. Uh, Your your coach is going to hit the ground running. I I can't wait to see how this thing flows. And and it, it gets the clog out, right? Now we have two coaches that got jobs. And that means maybe the rest of these situations, they feel a little bit of pressure. To, to get uh, off the snide and get this thing moving. I mean, how many times you need to talk to folks? I mean, I, I remember interviewing at Yahoo many, many years ago, and I had, I think, six before I finally got to the director of the department. I said, you know, you've wasted a lot of my time if I'm not getting his job.
2: And then wow. we talked about Big
5: Ten football for the next two hours. So it was great. Wow. But it, okay. No, well, th- look, kept coming back. I had to, I was working at a temp place that I had to keep telling them, hey, I got to miss half days here because I got to go down the road and whatever. Like, so I, I was a jerk, but uh, I think there's going to be coaches <laughs> that'll also be the same thing because their current employers are going to be like, are you staying or going? We're trying to figure out what the hell we're doing, right? It's the domino effect to all this and a lot of lives and upheaval uh, that goes through it. And seeing as this year won't be, a normal off-season, you'd like to get it started as soon as you can, right? The, The talk that there's not going to be a scouting combine. So what does that mean? Instead of being able to sit in the bleachers or go to Indianapolis for a couple of days, you've got to review that much more film online. Not that you're not doing that, but now you're probably... You know, combing through uh, a little differently because you can't get the answers by kicking the tires in person as you have in years past. So, you know, you want to keep accelerating the process. And and as we've talked about in Detroit and in Atlanta, you got two veteran quarterbacks. Stafford says he wants to come back. Okay, or that's the report. His wife sure as hell doesn't. Uh, And then you have Matt Ryan. What do you do with Matt Ryan? I mean, hard to believe, but a blink of an eye, you know, we're going all the way back to 2008 coming into the league. I mean, that's a nice long career and you've got some young talent, but is it time to turn the page there? So, you know, you've got a whole bevy of changes that that are being held off the longer you wait for the perfect guy. And if Eric Biennemi was the guy and you had just that one more question you needed answered, uh, well, you can't do it now until they lose. So now you're, you're buying Cleveland Browns gear and hoping <laughs> so you can get that interview on Monday morning with him.
0: Do you think Salah came into the Jets and they said, how you doing? And then you just started grabbing tables and flipping them over saying, you're going to give me this job right now. And he grabbed Joe Douglas by his collared shirt and he kind of just ripped the collar right off it. And he started throwing stuff out the window and then he walked out. Yeah. And the Jets said, boy, we got to get that guy. That's pretty good because if He's he can gonna take gonna down Douglas. Oh, I mean, oh, of course, is a big dude, man. Yeah, but come on, Robert Sal. I mean, the guy's like six nine, and he goes like he's, he's 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 built like an Autobot. I mean, the, guy, the guy's just huge. I would take him in a fight over
5: any coach in the NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this. I mean, is, not, this that, is not that, that I'm condoning and, fighting. And if Fireman Ed fighting. pipes yeah. up, he'll throttle that guy too. <laughs> Are you kidding? Robert
0: Sala is going to walk into MetLife Stadium next year for the opener with Fireman Ed on his shoulders, and he's going to be doing the Jets chant. Robert Sala is going to be throwing him up in the air and spinning him like he's a porpoise, and a porpoise has a ball. He's going to use now his hands. Talking. Fireman ed's is going to spin around in the air and spin and spin and spin and spin and spin. Look at That's that. That's what's going to happen next year. Just
5: like that, in, in the last two hours, you made him a member of the Marvel Universe for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Is yeah. he going to get his own spin-off on Disney Plus, too? <laughs> Listen. That, listen, Robert Sala right
0: now could beat Hawkeye easily. All right? Doesn't even need anything to beat Hawkeye. The other ones I would say maybe he needs a little bit. All right, because, you know, well, Cap is old, so there's that. You know, although yeah, Evans you coming the time back heist, to the heist, MCU, uh, Sure, but I, I – oh, okay. No matter what the time frame is, I will take him over uh, Hawkeye. No, that, that's, Hawkeye – I mean,
5: you, you saw that kitchen scene in Ultron when mm. he throws the dart, you know, the no-look pass to the middle of the, the dart board. And you got everybody looking around going, wow, that just buzzed the tower. It's like, you don't know. He's crazy. Yeah, but, but Sala would just flick it out of his body just with
0: a, with a finger. Oh, you think that hurt? And he would just flick it. And then he would grab him and just, like, rip him in half and throw one half, like, down a big hole and the other half, like, out to, like, a bunch of, you know, hungry aliens or something. And I'd uh, wow, there goes Hawkeye. Well, all he had was a bow and arrow. Robert Sala's a big dude. Sala America, is like, you know. It has begun. The Robert Sala <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> Sala's like Thanos without the Infinity Stones. Okay, that's that's kind of a, I'm not gonna go crazy and say he's that powerful. He's like Thanos without the Infinity Stones. <laughs>
5: well, I'm not gonna make the uh the Thanos jokes that go off of that. We're just gonna leave that. Alone.
0: <laughs> that's who Robert Sal is. That's how exciting this is. I mean, look, when you hire the right guy, and, and as I said you know, a few minutes ago, the fan base is excited. I'm the big I'm the biggest fan and I'm excited. When you can do that to a team, you know that we 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 went out and we got the right guy to come in and be our head coach. And you, you want to make a comparison, I'll tell you. It's a lot like – I feel now a lot like when the Jets hired Rex Ryan – back after Eric Mangini, which, look, again, you go, Eric Mangini, did he have a great personality? No. Did he rub people the wrong way? Yeah. Was he a players coach? No, not at all. The players hated him. And so you get rid of him. But then here comes Rex Ryan, who the players love, and you have a two-year honeymoon. You go to back-to-back AFC championship games, and Rex Ryan is calling season ticket holders and leaving messages about, hey, come make sure you come to the game Sunday so we can beat the Patriots. And he, he grabbed New York by – you know, in his, in his own infinity glove. And Rex Ryan was great. And then, of course, he, he, you know, bottomed out. But he gave us the two best years the Jets have had in, you know, since they won the Super Bowl. And in the coaches they've had since, Todd Bowles, not a lot of personality. Kind of a soft-spoken guy, and he couldn't succeed in New York. Adam Gase, no personality. You know, he's rich as blank, uh, so he doesn't care what critics say about him. Uh, so he was bad, and now you have a guy who is full of fire and ready to say, "I'm ready to grab this team and and put it on my shoulders and 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 do what we need to go win." It, it's exciting. You know, you got the right guy, and Jaguars fans are saying the same thing right now. We know we got the right guy because we got Trevor Lawrence coming, and here's a guy that you know he respects, and and he's going to be able to come in as a CEO and run this organization, you you have that feeling when you get the right guy. You know when it's someone that you can say, I'm excited about this. You don't have to convince yourself it's the right guy. You don't have to go all the way around uh, different ways and say, well, I think he could be well. No, either you know and you have that gut feeling he's the right guy or he's not. I told you my gut feeling was Adam Gates was going to suck and he sucked. I got a gut feeling Robert Sala is going to be good. Robert Sala is going to be good. I'm excited. That's how it works. You get excited about a new coach you're not you wanted you wanted to kick Nagy to the curb for Robert Sala I know you like Robert Sala as a head coach yeah
5: yeah I am a Sala guy let me tell you Uh, here it is for you though the back page of the New York Post oh boy Jets pick next head coach Mr. Green is the big uh, (laughs) text underneath a picture of Sala gang hire 49ers coordinator to be all-purpose cleaner Oh. That's the New York Post, man. That's fantastic. We got to make sure we get you a paper <laughs> copy of that. We got we to gotta find someone. I, I got a couple people in New York. I'll have them send a couple copies. Oh, I'll put that up. And you kidding? I'll, I'll, my, my room will look
0: like uh, Ed Harris's room from Beautiful Mind with all the newspapers up all over it. We're looking at everything. Uh, Twitter it. How about a fresco? Mike at Swollen Dome. Uh, it is some kind of night. Dealing with a dead battery? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery Charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Dural As batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Well, we'll have more on Robert Sala coming up in a few minutes to the Jets, but Urban Meyer to the Jaguars. Coming up, I'll tell you why the Jaguars should be in a Super Bowl in the next four years. This is Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
3: Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming!
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Well, the uh, reports as to who could be the Jets' new quarterback potentially have come out. We're going to have that story coming up in about 10 minutes. But, uh, look, in addition, look, Robert Salah being named the new head coach of the New York Jets tonight, Niners defensive coordinator, who will kick your ass. That's going to be the official title. Uh, Jets head coach will kick your ass, Robert Sala. Uh, the Jaguars got Urban Meyer earlier today and something that I wish you always tell me all the time I should put money on it, Mike Harmon. I should have put money on yeah. it when I said it on January 5th because on the 6th, oh, all of a the all of a sudden, the, the odds started to go up. We told you it was going to be Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, and clearly that's what we got today as he agrees to become the Jaguars' new head coach. And... I get that there's going to be the questions of, well, he's the latest coach to come from college and win. Not many guys have done that and won Super Bowls. Well, when you talk about guys that are Super Bowls, like three guys have done it. And Pete Carroll was the most recent to do it. Um, Urban Meyer is the right guy. Uh, you know, everything going on, he is in a position to succeed like nobody else in the NFL. That's why the Jaguars have the best job because you're coming in with the number one overall pick, which is supposed to be a generational quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. You already have weapons on offense that are really good. Robinson's a really good running back. Not going to have to worry about paying him for a couple of years. DJ Chark is a pretty good wideout. You know how much I like LaVisca Chanel? Maybe he can really blossom mm-hmm. in year two again. They have some pretty good defensive players. Again, okay, well, they were one in 15. Well, yeah, first of all, they weren't trying to win and they were trotting out guys like, uh, Mike Glennon for a long time, uh, to try to win games and Jake Luton. So really, were they trying to win? There's talent on this Jaguars team. And when you have a quarterback coming in like Trevor Lawrence and you have all kinds of draft picks, the the Jaguars and the jets have the most picks in the top 50, uh, than anybody else in the NFL. And you have all kinds of money to spend. The Jaguars and the Jets have the most money to spend in free agency. The Jaguars have the most. This is the position to succeed. And Urban Meyer has seen guys do it and, and, and do things wrong before guys coming into the league. He's also seen guys come in and go, okay, this is how you do it. He spent the last couple of years in the media right, staying involved in the game, understanding how things work a little bit better, more of a global uh, appeal to it, and he's going to come in, and he's going to hire a good offensive coordinator. He's going to hire a good defensive coordinator. He's not a guy that's going to come in and try to do everything himself. He, he, he has seen and learned from the mistakes of coaches past to come in to say, I'm going to be a a a glorified offensive coordinator. And that's what I'm really going to worry about. And the other side of the ball can be the D.C., He's a smart dude. He's won everywhere he has been. The Jaguars will be in the Super Bowl in the next four years because it's going to be very easy to turn this team from 1-15 into 8-8-ish, and then from there it's a short step to 11-5, and 12-4, deep runs in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. You're getting Trevor Lawrence. You have a head coach who knows what he's doing that has said glowing things about Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence is coming into the game, and Urban Meyer knows the kid. He's you know He, he knows exactly what's going on. This is not Urban Meyer trying to relate to a guy who's 32 years old and you're trying to make it work, right? He's not walking to Seattle going, hey, Russell Wilson, uh, this is what I think we should be doing. No, Trevor Lawrence is going to buy in right away. He's the franchise. I'm telling you,
5: the Jaguars are going to be in the Super Bowl in the next four years. Yeah, my only concern at the start, going back to January 5th and all throughout, is how long is Urban Meyer buying in for? Right. Obviously, we'll get the contract details and everybody will be shocking off the numbers, just like people still bring up John Gruden's contract all the time. It's like he's a coach it doesn't count against the cap and it ain't your money. Shut up. But it's the, the idea of length of stay is really the thing I'm most concerned about with Urban Meyer, as he has stepped away three different times. Now he's only 56. That puts him at almost 14 years. The junior of Pete Carroll. Uh, and Bill Belichick will be 69 in April. So, I mean, we're, we're not talking, you know, that he's on the edge of, of the elder statesman here. But he has had some health concerns to walk away and say nothing of some of the other scandal that goes with him that will be brought up by the Jacksonville media and the, the national media as well. Um, you know, the assistant coach and players at Florida and all those things, those, those start to circulate a bit here. But it's more the the health and, and where the direction of the team is, whether he claps his hands and does his Vegas blackjack dealer and goes back to the booth uh, and, and back to the, to the desk, uh, getting ready for the next week's games. But to your point about where the advantages are, sure, he's watched college football a ton. Right? I've been in the avocado room. You've been in the avocado room. they got a lot of TV and a lot of knowledge of guys sitting around and chopping it up about college football. So there's not going to be a player uh, getting ready for the draft or who doesn't get drafted and is one of the you know heralded undrafted free agents that we see into the league, like James Robinson, one of the stars of this team this past year, uh, that they're not going to know about and not be able to – to talk to and and, and be able to properly evaluate. I think that's where there's a little bit of an advantage coming in from this, even though you were on the sidelines, being around the college game, probably a a bigger advantage than having coached in the college game this past year, right? Six picks in the top 65, all that money to spend. And now your aptitude as a recruiter comes into play, pick the right uh, coordinators, figure out the the quarter how quickly you can bring Trevor Lawrence along after the, the selection there. Because you've got pieces on both sides. You got the other Josh Allen was a ten sack guy as a rookie in twenty nineteen. He missed half the year. So yeah, he got hurt in November, yeah. Yeah. So you get him back to help lead that defensive front. You've got Miles Jack that you mentioned based on the way his contract structured. You could either let him walk away, but the cap, the cap hit is enough that if you're really being smart with money, like, well, he had 118 tackles. We mm-hmm. could use a guy that <laughs> wraps people up. Uh, so, yes, let's pay him what he needs to. So uh, there, there's so much to like about what the job is. As long as Shad Khan stays away and isn't poking his, his nose in like Jerry Jones, I, I think you've got the means to start building, and you're at a good time, right? Both Indianapolis and Houston are trying to figure out what the hell their next steps are. You got everything you need to succeed.
0: It's it's the difference between taking over a team like Jacksonville and taking over a team like Houston, where it's okay. Good luck, uh, Houston head coach. Here's what you have. Uh, a- Quarterback, we may have to trade because he really is upset with what's going on, and uh, so you may not have him. Okay, but we have draft picks, right? Oh, no, no, they're all gone because Bill O'Brien traded them all. Okay, but uh, 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 we have money to spend, right? For, oh, no, no, there's no money to spend because we, we gave it all to a bunch of guys. Oh, so what am I coming in here for? Well, good luck. Good luck. We'll see you. See you at lunch. Lunch is at 1.30. I mean, that, th- there's a difference between a good job and a bad job. And the Jaguars is the best job. The Jets is a good job, too. Chargers is also a really good job. The other jobs are, oh, boy, you are dealing with a dearth of talent in Philadelphia. The Lions are the Lions, right? The Texans. I mean, it's really haves and have-nots, you know, because yeah. it, it, forget about for a second the the teams that want to get the right coaches. This has to be a fight between coaches going, man, I really don't want the Texans job. I really want the Chargers job. I got to make sure that's the job I get because you got to take a job when it's offered to you because, you know, the hot guys now may not be the hot candidates a year from now, and you may have to sit and wait because other people are stepping up and they're going to get the other good jobs. So as much as you want to say, hey, uh, teams want to get it right, these are head coaches going, I got to get one of these jobs. You know, and maybe that's Robert Salah's thinking, too, is that, hey, he takes a job with the Jets. And, oh, my God, the Jets are a Mets. Or, uh, the other teams are much more of a mess. And he probably saw that, which is why he decided, hey, I'm, I'm good. I talked to other teams. I talked to you twice. I'm going to be your new head coach.
5: Yeah, I'll that tell works. you. I mean, to me the whole time, the, the best job is right here, other than uh, the fact that you've got to pay out uh, a lot of uh, state income tax. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what your quarterback is. Mm-hmm right trevor lawrence may have all the pedigree all the measurables of the next can't miss star well they, they he has all the traits but he hasn't performed yet right it's still a i don't know at least to a degree justin herbert you watched him play this year sky's the limit for this guy right keep talent around him fortify the offensive line to keep them upright and then make better decisions in the fourth quarters shore up your special teams and you will win games with him that much we know we know what Justin Herbert is and you've got a lot of young talent on that squad this would have been my first choice hands down I would just would have needed uh, an extra 10 percent or so uh, in my final uh, check there
0: Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from
1: the Robert Sala studios uh, coming up next. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeart radio app.
2: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion lounge.
3: What
0: are the Jets going to say other than that right now? It's the middle of January. Okay, free agency is still six to eight, six or so weeks away. All right, you don't know what's going to happen at number two. Of course the Jets are going to say right now, we have to keep Sam Darnold. What are they going to say? We're moving on from Sam Darnold. Suddenly then his trade value takes a big hit. And you are locked into either drafting a quarterback or another team is going to give you less of an offer if you want to trade for, for a quarterback from somebody. I, I I get that right now this is my, this is what I expect to come out of New York yeah we're, we're keeping Sam darnold really you're you're going you're gonna to have the night your new head coach is hired be filled with a story about, hey yo yeah we're moving on from Sam darnold look I, I don't buy it look it, it's it's something that on the surface. Is what I expected. Is it the same thing going on underneath? Hell no, man. They watched Sam Darnold play the last couple of years. They know he's still the same guy he was when he came into the league, that he showed no signs of progression. Do you really think the Jets, oh, we can fix Sam Darnold? We have the number two overall pick in the draft. There's a lot of quarterbacks out there potentially that we could trade for. Now, if you want to say that the Jets could trade for a guy outside of drafting a guy, that I'm down with. There's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. And I try to go land to Sean Watson. And I call the Texans right now and say, number two overall pick you give us to Sean Watson. man we're ready to go you know but there's lots of good players out there look Matthew Stafford's available he's only 32 but I'll tell you what to watch out for all right if you really want to watch out for Jets and quarterback now as you hear the Sam Darnold story that's fine But here's Robert Sala coming to New York, and he's bringing his passing coordinator with him and making him his offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother. This is a system that Jimmy Garoppolo has played in the past couple of years, and he has played very well at times. Now, I'm not the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan because he's not one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. He's not one of those guys that's going to make everybody around him better. But is he a quarterback like... A Baker Mayfield or a Jared Goff where when you realize this quarterback is not one of those top guys, you take a little bit of responsibility away from him and change your offense a bit, yeah, you can succeed. It's like the Browns ask Baker Mayfield, hey, once in a while, can you throw us to victory? Baker Mayfield's done that. The Browns are still alive in the playoffs. Same thing with Jared Goff and the Rams. He's not going to throw for 450 and four touchdowns every week. He's not Mahomes. He's not one of those guys. He's not Brady. But can you do it once in a while? Sure, Jared Goff can do that when he's healthy. So the teams change how they approach and how they deal with their quarterbacks. Can Jimmy Garoppolo be an effective quarterback like that? Sure he can. He's already been to the Super Bowl once. You know, not on his arm, but certainly he has shown you at times I can sling it around and I can go for 350 and four touchdowns when you need to once in a while. He's not the guy that everybody thought he was going to be, that the Niners thought they had when he had that first five-game run when he got traded from the New England Patriots where he's throwing the ball all over the field and it's against teams that are already either out of the playoffs or have clinched spots in the playoffs. You thought you were getting that kind of quarterback. You thought you were getting Aaron Rodgers. You didn't. You're getting Baker Mayfield. And now the Niners need to move on from that because the team is no longer as good as it was. So So are the Jets a big destination where suddenly, hey, Mike LaFleur and Robert Sala can say, we're going to take a quarterback that we know knows this system, and we're going to bring it right in. And we already have a guy who's young enough and good enough to, to be able to run this thing. Absolutely. We get him some weapons on the outside. We draft Devontae Smith number two. Absolutely, Jimmy Garoppolo's the guy to watch out for. He, Robert Sala is bringing familiarity with him, and it just extends to the quarterback. I know I'm doing a little bit of matchmaking, but Garoppolo to the Jets in this situation makes a lot of sense. Jimmy. Jimmy.
5: Yeah, certainly familiarity, Tonight. one of those things you want to bring in. And, and a guy who, based on the contract that he signed and health history Tonight. and a little bit of things shuffling up there, right, personnel – a lot of guys coming back off injury. You want to talk about the end of a cable movie waiting for that next one to start. Let's scroll through all the credits. These are all the guys that were hurt. And the games they missed. And you see <laughs> Debo Samuel's name come up a couple times. There's Mostert. He was back and then he wasn't back and, and everything. So for Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, I, I, I've i never thought he was a world beater, but I don't think that's how he was set up to be. This This year was the one that looked like it could have been fun on paper. Right. When you look at those speedsters on the outside and just swing it out to Mostert and away he goes. I mean, the numbers could have been pinball like, but at no point did they ever have everybody on the field at the same time. George Kittle gets hurt. Right. So it's just not the squad you anticipated. So maybe a change of scenery uh, is what the doctor orders to to give Garoppolo that next run uh, as part of gang green. He can come over and take over New York the fashion plate kind of guy too, right? And and maybe, just maybe, he can get Eastern Illinois that Super Bowl win that Tony Romo never did.
0: Oh, look at you, buddy. Look at you. Twitter out, how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We got more big stories from the National Football League coming up next, so keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Robert Sala Studios. We got Jay Glazer coming up in about 40 minutes from now, all the latest on the Jets finally doing the right thing, hiring the right guy. It's awesome. I am, I could, I'm going to borrow from David Ogden <laughs> Stiers and Doc Hollywood. I couldn't be more excited tonight, Mike Harmon, if I were twins. This is just an exciting, exciting night. This is the year of just Jason. Just a is chew cheeseburger night or an extra pint oh. of ice cream or what are we talking? Well, no. Here, here, here's, here's, here's what it is: is that I, I had a donut today, right? Because we mm-hmm. went to Randy's Donuts, which is you know that's like it's the mecca of donuts here in LA, and uh, you know I like to celebrate, and and uh, you know when things big happen, I like to celebrate. I like to celebrate with food. I'm gonna have that second donut. I'm going to have you. that second donut following. I'm going to sit down on the TV. I'm going to turn on the TV. I'm going to watch all the sports shows talking about Robert Sala. I'm going to watch him picking up cars and throwing them around and, 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 and grabbing tires off of cars and, and spinning them on his finger. I'm going to watch all that and just be the happiest guy in the world. I'm Just, sit just let cable television and Robert Sala just
5: wash all over me. That's what's going to be tonight. You know, there's mm. some new app that you can put a guy, your face in all these movie scenes. Maybe you do that with Robert Sala. Uh, oh. and, and have him throwing cars and saving the world. Fast and Furious Eight. Robert Sala replaces Vin
0: Diesel. He could. I mean, he, you know, he and I have the same hairline. I mean, that's another reason why I like the guy. We have the same exact hairline. We could be twins. He and I. I'm a little bit shorter than him. He's like he's like seven four, and you know I'm five nine. But it, it, really, we could be twins. It's fraternal. It's okay. Yeah, we could be twins. Uh, so we'll have more on that story coming up a bit. But it wouldn't be a day if we didn't have another. What Pittsburgh Steeler player said? What about a team they just played? Uh, as if it wasn't enough, Juju Smith Schuster with dancing on the on the opponents' logos all during the season. The Browns is the Browns as the Steelers get smacked by the Browns last week. Uh, Chase Claypool, uh, who said. While he was upset that the Steelers lost to the Browns, he says it's all right, they're going to get smacked next week and they're going to lose because they're playing the Chiefs. Uh, He doubled down on that to say on the Browns, why are you disparaging the Browns? Today, he did an interview and he said, quote, they were just super classless against Juju. You towards Juju, what they're saying on the field towards the end of the game, so you know, I'm not going to have respect for a team that doesn't have respect for us. Um you were the guys, and Juju Smith Schuster was the guy who said, The Browns is the Browns. They're a bunch of gray men that we play against every year. You're oh, yeah. the guys that started that. You, this, this wasn't anything that the Browns decided we're going to fight a war with you. and so, You decided you, that one of your outspoken wide receivers wanted to because he was so upset that I can't dance on a logo. I'm just going to say something really embarrassing about the Browns. And the Browns used that as motivation, and they threw it back in your face. On the field, I mean, for Chase Claypool to sit here and say, "Oh, the Browns had no class, dude. You were the guys that did this." I mean, but Pittsburgh, what the hell is going on there, man? I mean, really, I say great things about Mike Tomlin. I feel bad for the guy that that he's had to deal with Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, and now he's got Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool. But come on,
5: you got You got to get a grip on this team, Mike Tomlin. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, that's just it. You got a, a bunch of guys that are just talking out and social media. 2021 20, having some fun and you know it's one thing you back it up with play i i'm still curious as to what the true explanation is for the lack of effort from the Steelers in the first <laughs> half of that game right no i mean they, they could have made it interesting except for a bad fourth and one hey let's punt down 12. Like, no, you're, you're back in the game. You've got momentum, whatever that word means when it comes to sports. But you look like you could have made a, a play here, right? And, and been back in the game. Didn't. But all the extracurricular, it's just, it's nonsense. At some point, someone's just got to grab Chase Claypool, pat him on the shoulder and just say, it's done. You lost. Okay, that 17-game streak is gone. Big Ben's dominance of the Cleveland Browns is gone. And when you act the fool, guys are going to come back. Look, that doesn't mean that you get to say anything you want on the field because I got to mm. imagine the trash talking. Oh, sure. You may have found a line and uh, <laughs> jumped over it a few times. Yeah. But in in the end, you got to wear it. And you know what? When you get back on the field, when we look at the schedule, whether it's in September or October, uh, you'll play them again, and you'll have the opportunity to go and punch them in the mouth figuratively. Or sometimes in this matchup, literally, but you'll have your chance to, uh, to get back and, and put them, quote, back where they belong in the AFC North. <laughs> Problem is the genie's out of the bottle and the way this is, uh, offense is currently constructed, I don't think you're putting it back in for a while. No, th- this is this is just so embarrassing for the Steelers because the Steelers who
0: have been the bastion of hey, this is how an NFL team should be run, right? They rarely fire their coaches, they're in contention every single year, they play really well. They you know, look, as much as we talk about the Cowboys being the rock stars of the NFL, the Steelers are just as big. Their fans travel everywhere they go. And now it's it's just been years of and, and continuing on from the old guard to the new guard of what are you guys doing? What, what are you really focused on? What, what, what makes you think this is a good idea? You know, forget about the impact on the field. You're going to play and win because of how you're prepared for the game and how you play. But the fact that this is what you're focused on, and this is the the kind of atmosphere there at Pittsburgh, suddenly now everything is out the
5: window. And what we thought we knew of Pittsburgh and the Steelers is now completely different than it was just even a few weeks ago. Well, and you, and you got rid of the, the OC now. That was one of the moves that – went today uh there was a great re- response juju smith schuster uh there was a pat mcafee show uh, uh, team juju wants to go to a large market to keep building his brand he responded <laughs> on twitter going sources tell me this is a uh, completely 100 percent false <laughs> <laughs> twitter it out about a fresca mike at swollen dome
0: hey coming up next wait till you hear what the texans want if they're going to trade to sean watson
1: fox